What is up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Embrace. I am your host, Sarah. And if it's your first time here, welcome. I'm so happy to have you. Um, I know that what's going on in the world is heavy right now. It's like this, what's going on is tragic and it's heart-wrenching and it's heartbreaking and you really can't even do anything. Like I think us over here in America, like we take our lives for granted. Like we really take our shit for granted and it's crazy because we're not facing that. We're not facing what's going on on the other side of the world in a third world country and we definitely don't think about that enough. So, you know, I know that it's heavy and I feel like whether you're keeping up with it or not, like there's a collective energy that is feeling the heaviness. I know I feel that. So, and I know too, like with social media, like sometimes, you know, to each his own, whether you want to keep up with it and you want to understand what's going on or whether, you know, you don't want to consume that because it's just adding to what you're already feeling in your life, right? Like, so I know there's certain things that can kind of help you, you know, consume just content that makes you feel a little bit lighter, right? So I hope that this show is one of those pieces of content for you. So today we're going to be diving into my five top things that I do and that I actually reflected on very recently to get out of a funk. And I also want to say like, it's not necessarily about getting out of a funk. It's just getting through one. Uh, Cause sometimes things just don't go away right, right away. Right. Like we're heading into, you know, fall, it's getting colder. Like even being in Arizona, like it's still beautiful here. And I'm so blessed and grateful for that. But it's like seasons are still changing. Like it's still getting colder. Like, you know, it's getting darker earlier, stuff like that. Like, you know, whether you're struggling with seasonal depression, whether you're struggling with depression or anxiety or, you know, a circumstance in your life that is just really making it hard for you to show up right now. I hope these five tips really hit home for you because I kind of dug in with myself why these things really support me. So I'm excited to share that with you. But a little bit of some updates too, because I feel like just sharing things that I, I kind of do in my day to day is helpful. Um, I just finished a 10 day water challenge. Now, with the exception of one day, and I was, I woke up the next morning so pissed at myself because I was like, I don't know how I forgot, but like this challenge, for example, was only water like no juice, no alcohol, no coffee, no caffeine, like literally nothing but H2O and then coconut water, you know, for some electrolytes and some nutrients. But I accidentally had a glass of wine on day like seven. So anyways, I just came out of it and it, I tell you like when it allowed my body to just like decrease in inflammation. Like I was stressed, like kind of mentally and emotionally, but like removing caffeine, all I drink is water and coffee, honestly. So just removing the coffee that I have in the morning, like my digestion was thriving. The inflammation was down. Like I, like I lost, like I, it looked like I lost like three pounds just because like my body wasn't inflamed. And I don't know the science behind caffeine as much, but I know that it's, it doesn't actually give you energy. It kind of like tricks your body into thinking that you have energy. So it was just, it felt really, really good. And I felt really clear. I still feel really clear. I feel like I don't even need coffee and I don't drink coffee for energy. I drink it for the culture. Okay. I love the taste. I love the smell. I love just having it in the morning. I am very much a black coffee drinker. Shout out to my mom and dad. Like I was drinking coffee at the age of like 11 because it was just such a cultural thing and it's so good to me. Um, So that's the only reason why I drink it because I genuinely enjoy it. But not having it, I was like, oh, I don't need this. Like I did 
suffer the first few days with like headaches and stuff. But it was, it's kind of showed me that I don't need to rely on anything outside of like my body just regulating itself to feel really good. So I highly suggest that you try it. Um, but I have been definitely kind of like feeling in my own little funk lately. So I, like, I just sat down and journaled one day. Like I just gave myself a big fat brain dump. And if you are a journal junkie like me, like then you probably brain dump often. And brain dumps are just such a good way to just like, there's no structure, there's no flow. You don't have to feel forced about what you're writing. It's just whatever you're feeling, dump that shit on the paper. Like, bring it from your mind onto the paper and just release it. And sometimes like when you're in a state of confusion, you know, like you're feeling not well, you're kind of feeling down, but you just don't know why when that pen hits the paper and you just start writing more often than not, like the reasoning comes up for you or you just like really start to pinpoint like, okay, this is what's affecting me or this is the version of me or this is the age that's kind of hurting right now or this is what triggered it, right? So it just gives you the opportunity to really, really sit in with yourself and just understand kind of what's going on and like feel your emotions. And ironically, I didn't even put journaling in these five tips, but it definitely does go, it fits in there. But diving right in, okay? So tip number one, is my faith in God. Like when I am feeling really down, when I'm feeling like, whew, just like there, I'm like nothing is enough or I'm not doing enough or like, you know, this is, these tips were kind of going, were flowing to me, like in specific things that were coming, coming up for me. But again, like it can really support you in anything. So it's like truly just your faith. Maybe you don't believe in God. Maybe your thing is the universe. Maybe it's source. Maybe it's consciousness. You know, maybe it's something completely different, but whatever you do believe in, lean on them, like have faith in your creator, have faith in your higher power in your highest power, right? So whatever you're feeling, like for me, whatever I was feeling, every single thing that I was feeling that I was thinking, I was just giving it to God. I was just bringing it to him. You know, I wasn't trying to rely on myself anymore. I wasn't trying to just like be like, okay, like I need to redirect my thoughts. I need to redirect my feelings because this is not serving me. Like, no, I was not doing that. I wasn't relying on myself anymore. I'm giving it to God. I'm bringing it all to him and I'm praising him while I'm doing it. So like, let's say you're going through having a really, really tough day. Maybe you are having an episode of depression and you just can't get yourself out of bed. You better praise your highest power as well. You know, thank them for that and thank them for the good parts because that low point, like that really low point, it's preparing you for what's actually going to come as long as you have that faith. And I will tell you years ago, I didn't have faith in anything. I didn't, I didn't believe in anything. I didn't believe, you know, God was kind of like that thing, you know, just because I grew up in the church, like I like, yeah, God exists and I believe in him, but like, I didn't lean on him. I didn't have a relationship with him. So years ago when I would get in these really, really deep funks, it was really hard for me to pull myself out because I was relying on myself, right? So when you have faith to lean on, like pour into that. And I constantly ask God for help, for guidance. And I really just am trusting and leaning on my faith. Like I just know like this sucks right now. Like life feels so heavy right now. And I, as an adult, right, we have responsibilities, we have jobs, we have families, like we still have to show up in some capacity, even when it feels so fucking hard, giving it all to your higher power and just trusting in your faith. And then for me specifically, like I praise him. Like when I, in my prayer morning and night, I just praise him because I'm just like, I know 
you are guiding me through this. I know you're bringing me through it. I know that you're here and protecting me. And I know this is happening for a reason. I know you're, I know I'm feeling this for a reason because you're breaking me down to build me back up. And that's like really, really powerful. That's a really powerful, you know, statement to even repeat to yourself. So number one, faith, your faith in your higher power. Number two is kind of like everything kind of goes hand in hand, but you know, my daily reflection and how I show up for myself, particularly in the morning. So how I start my morning when I'm feeling really, really low is going to dictate honestly, like how long I feel as low as I do. So starting your day, like if you're someone that wakes up and you're, you know, you know, waking up 30 minutes before you have to head out the door to get to work, like you're not giving yourself any space. You're not giving yourself any sort of love. And that's what you need. Like if you are really, really deep in a funk, the thing that your body and your mind and your soul needs the most. And typically when we're having, we're in a funk, like a younger part of us is hurting, like they are triggered. So we need to meet that version of ourselves, right? So how you start your day is a perfect way to pour into that. So for me, it's daily reflection. I Right now, my routine is I wake up and I've been waking up before the sun, praise the Lord, because I've been really wanting to do that. In the last like five days, I've actually been able to do it and it feels good. Again, the water challenge plays a huge role in that because sleep is like I lay my head on the pillow at night and I knock out. I sleep like a rock. I don't even think I move. I literally like I wake up the way that I lay down. It's insane. And I wake up pretty easily now too. So I wake up, I, you know, go to the bathroom, I do my thing, wash my face. I have my jade roller that I keep in the freezer and I kind of just do like a little, like honestly, like quick, easy five minute skincare routine. And then I sit on my couch and I pray, I meditate and I journal. And those are the three things that honestly really, really allow me to just connect with the energy that I need to channel in for the day. Even if I wake up, like I will say, like I've had days where I wake up scared to get out of bed. Like I'm afraid to get out of this bed and start my day because of what I'm going to be, like what's going to overcome me, like kind of like the emotions that that I'm going to be feeling, the thoughts that I'm going to be feeling. Like it kind of scares me sometimes, right? So when I know like, okay, I'm waking up, but this is what I'm doing. This is how I'm starting my day. Like that makes it so much smoother. And after that, I do go for a walk. I go for a walk outside, like fresh air, getting outside first thing within 30 minutes, if not an hour of waking up. That is like such non-negotiable for me. And that's another reason why I'm super grateful that I do live in Arizona because it's really, really nice out and I get to take full advantage of that. But even just moving your body in the morning, but we'll get to that one as well. But those are the three things is prayer. So connecting with my higher power. So again, like whoever you do lean on, connect with them first thing in the morning. And the meditation is the next part. So it's like I kind of ask for guidance and then I sit in meditation and I listen. I listen like, you know, what do you want me to know? What does a younger version of me need me to know? So maybe for you, if you're new to meditation or maybe it's something that you haven't necessarily practiced yet and it's, you know, I know how frustrating it can feel when we're very new to something that makes our mind, like our thoughts are just racing. Our mind is racing, right? So even if it's just sitting in silence for five minutes and doing some deep breaths, taking five or for five minutes rather, like really, really slow and deep inhales and exhales and doing that. And just like, I really love to have one hand on my heart and one hand on my stomach. So I'm like connected to myself and I'm breathing into my heart. I'm breathing in everything that I want to receive and I exhale everything that I want to let go of. And that's, you know, something that will really support me 
when I know that I'm having like intrusive thoughts. So definitely sitting with yourself, giving yourself some moment of stillness, whether it's meditation, whether it's just doing breathing, uh, but prayer. And maybe for you, it's like, maybe for you, it's just journaling and just talking about, you know, what you want to be able to receive, what your intentions are for the day. But for me, like, I really love praying to God and really asking him like for guidance, for direction. And maybe I just want him to tell me like, what is the day that you want me to have? Or, you know, this is what I really am praying for, whether it's myself, over my family, over my friends, over what's happening in the world. Like it's just so heavy, right? So doing that. And then I sit in silence and I just kind of see what's coming up for me. And then I journal and I usually journal gratitude. Lately, it's really, really been focused around gratitude. Um, sometimes it's a brain dump. Sometimes it's me just kind of like still feeling a little bit off. So I kind of just reflect on that. I check in with myself. So that like outside of having faith in God, it's really connecting with myself and with him. So those are like two things that go very hand in hand, but they're also separate. So that's like two very non-negotiable for me every single day. Doesn't no matter what day it is, Sunday through Saturday, like I am doing that in the morning and I'm traveling too coming up and I'm still going to commit to it. And I can absolutely showcase how I still show up for my routines when I'm not in my own routine at home too. Uh, number three is love. And what I mean by that is being surrounded by love, being surrounded by love, giving myself love, being around love, like making sure, like, again, I have mentioned this before. I am such an isolator when it comes to me being really feeling really down. I tend to isolate. I don't leave my house. I don't, you know, hang out with people. Like sometimes I do. And like, it's always that thing where I get invited to do something or like I make plans with a friend. And then like right before I actually get there, I'm like, Oh God, I should cancel. Like, I just don't feel good. Like I don't want to do this. I don't want to put this on them. Like, I just don't feel okay right now. And then I get there and I'm with them. And like instantly my energy has changed it, specifically, obviously it depends on who you're with, but if they are safe space for you, if they, if you know, they love you and vice versa and they can hold space for you. Like energy is instantly changed. So shout out to my friends out here because I don't even know what I would do without them. But it's really just being surrounded by love. Like you need to surround yourself with people, even if it's just going out and being surrounded by people. Like maybe you're just going to the mall and walking around just to be around people. Maybe it's going to a park. Maybe it's going to like out here. We have like this kind of like outdoor marketplace, such a fun and cute place to go. I did that Saturday night just to kind of like get myself out and kind of like explore a little bit, but also just being around people was so good for me, for my soul. So being surrounded by love, but being surrounded by other people, like being surrounded by humanity is so important when you're in a funk. So if you're someone that does tend to isolate, which I think probably everybody does when they're kind of experiencing maybe like a little bit of depression. I get it. Like, oh my God. But I promise you just putting yourself around the people that can really pour into you does really allow you to pour into yourself that much more. So surrounding yourself with love, but also giving yourself love. What does that look like? You know, maybe it's going and getting a massage. Maybe it's like going to get a mani-pedi. Maybe it's, you know, whatever it is, like going to take care of you in like a way that is like, this is really nice for me. Maybe it's just taking yourself out for a meal. You know, that's a big goal of mine is like consistently taking myself out to like a really nice dinner, like just me, no one else, no phone, anything like just taking myself out and spending time with myself and being open to like, you know, whatever happens, maybe I meet someone and, you know, we start networking and whatever it is, but like really showing yourself love and surrounding yourself by that. 
Number four is yoga. And I say specifically yoga, not movement, not training, not working out, not running, walking like yoga, because that is such a deep practice for connecting your mind and body, connecting your mind, body, and soul. So I have had a really, really weird relationship with training. I've had a really weird relationship with the gym lately. And my body was just in pain. And, you know, for me, and I think a lot of people probably experience this as well. But when I'm going through something emotionally and mentally, like my body holds onto it and I'm very tense. Like I'm tight, I'm tense, I'm sore and training, like lifting weights doesn't support me with that at all. It's like I can stretch and I can mobilize and I can do all those things, but then I go to lift and it just hurts my body and I'm in chronic pain. So when I'm feeling really, really low, not that I won't lift, but yoga is the priority yoga and walking and doing more like moderate lifting. Like I'll still lift weights, but I'm not, you know, hitting PRs. I'm not training to failure. You know, I'm really just focusing on control, focusing on full range of motion and probably hitting a more moderate weight until I know my body's ready to push a little bit more. Uh, but when you're specifically in a funk, like yoga is the best thing. Like you're connecting with your breath, you're connecting with your body, you're connecting with your higher power. Like it's kind of all of the tips that I just said wrapped up in one practice and it's movement and it's so detoxifying. Like yoga really just, I feel like it drains you, like it, not drain, like as fatiguing, but like it's like almost, it's a form of lymphatic drainage. Like it just completely detoxes your body of everything that you're holding onto, especially with like the very deep stretches that you do. Like your body holds on to a lot of trauma in your hips, in your low back, in your spine. So yoga really relieves that, but it's such a way to connect to yourself. So for me specifically, I wasn't really connecting to myself during lifting. Like even before being in a funk, like I just was not connected. I was not like mind body was just not really there. It was just like, I have lifted for years, like over 10 years at this point. Like I just knew what I was doing. I was kind of just going through the motions and it wasn't doing anything for me. I did not feel connected. I just not, I didn't feel like I was there. So yoga really just allows me to connect with myself on such a deep level, but it kind of brings my mind and body to like an equilibrium right? Like it kind of just regulates it. So yoga is such a key practice. And ever since, like, I think it's been almost a month now, actually, that I've been consistently practicing yoga, whether I go to a class or I just do it myself on a YouTube video. Um, But like minimum three times a week, I'm doing a yoga practice. And it's been so beautiful. My body feels so good. And I think because I've been doing it so consistently and like, that's such a good way to just relieve your body and, you know, detoxify your body. Like I feel so much lighter because of it. And lastly, like pretty self-explanatory number five is rest. Like honestly letting yourself rest and just be, I was getting knocked down the last, you know, couple weeks three weeks even, I was getting knocked down. And it was one of those things where, again, like we have responsibilities. Like I have a business to run. Like I have clients to show up for. I have people that rely on me. I have a relationship. I have friends. Like I don't want to just throw all that away because I'm not feeling good. You know, something that when I was at church the other day, the pastor said, you do not have to be healed to heal. Like you do not have to be healed to heal. And that really stood out to me because I was like, okay, I love that because I've still been showing up for my people. I've been serving my clients. I've been really showing up for my business and my community. 
And I know I'm not really feeling the best, but I know that this is something that I love to do. Like this is really a service that I love to provide. And, you know, in some ways it does distract me from what I'm going through. Like me being able to really pour into someone else and heal them. Like with the coaching that I do, the mindset coaching one-on-one, like we're really diving into a lot of healing work and it's so beautiful and it's so transformative. So I love like, even when I'm really feeling down, like being able to still show up for them, like it's, it keeps me going. Like it truly keeps me going, but also like, it doesn't mean that I shouldn't be honoring myself and what I need. So resting is so important, whether it is sleeping in, you know, I've been the last few days, I've been waking up before the sun, but the last three weeks, I really like needed to sleep. Like my body was begging me to sleep and I would wait, I would go to bed at 9 PM and still try to wake up early. And it's like, no, like we want to rest for as long as we need to is kind of what my body was telling me. So resting, I gave myself a full day to kind of just lay around and just like exist. And then like that actually really helped me, even though typically we feel really guilty doing that. Like you get to cancel plans. You get to take a mental health day. You get to do what you need to do to give yourself the rest that you need. I think we've gotten over the whole like grind 24 seven hustle culture, you know, swallow everything that you're going through and show up like cool that, you know, did its thing for a while. And I think a lot of people have seen the negative effects of it. Like, yes, you know, we work for corporate. We have clients, we have, you know, whatever field that you're in, you're a human at the end of the day. And if you want to show up the best that you can for your service, please take care of yourself as well. Because what is the point of giving your all to something that isn't going to be there forever? Like eventually what you're going to retire and then what now you're too fucking tired to even enjoy the rest of your life or, you know, something happens, you get laid off, the business changes, it shifts, it does whatever, like you're giving your all to something or even someone and that isn't promised. Like you are with yourself 24 seven, please do yourself the due diligence to take care of you because taking care of you allows you to show up that much better for everything else that you want to focus on. Like if your career and your job is your passion, I fully stand by you on that. But you also need to make sure you're showing up for yourself so that passion can continue to thrive, right? So that's the biggest thing is like, all five tips is having faith in your higher power, really focusing on your how you're starting your morning, having that daily reflection, having that moment of stillness, surrounding yourself with love, connecting to your body through yoga and resting. Please make sure that you're resting. So these are the five things that have really carried me through, you know, what I've been feeling lately. And I tell you, you know, I have such a lighter heart right now. Things don't just go away. Things don't just, you know, get better just because you show up for these five things, but it does help and it gets you through. It really does get you through. Like these things, like as simple as they may seem, have carried me through so many emotions, so many tears. And it's not me doing it too. I, I think number one is you could skip all of them and just rely on your faith. And that is going to get you through. But these tips, I promise you, dive into them, prioritize them every single week when you are feeling down or even through this next season. Seasons are changing, right? Expect for you to change as well. Like if you're not feeling 100% right now, like understand like we're in our Saturn return, like the fall, everything is shifting right now. So give yourself some grace, but it doesn't mean not don't do anything. 
It just means what you're doing looks a little bit differently and that gets to be okay. That is just as productive as when you're on top of everything, feeling amazing, showing up in every single level of your life. Like it's just as productive. And I think we as a society need to do a better job of normalizing that. So I hope this helps you. If you do, you know, feel like you're going through something, apply some of these tips or reach out to me. Please DM me. Um, if this was helpful, I would really appreciate you to share this episode, whether it's on your story and tag me or share it with someone that you know that would need it. But my goal is to really grow this episode really grow this show and get it to as many people as possible. I'm trying to help as many people as possible. So the only way that we can do that is by sharing and subscribing, Um, leave a review, leave your thoughts, but love you from the bottom of my heart. And I hope uh, you are feeling a little bit lighter just by listening to this episode. So I will catch you on the next one.